Hello, this is Julie Ann. Welcome to the podcast show Life with Collective Purpose, about you discovering your higher purpose in life and answering the call for a shared collective healing of the world. Be inspired by our guests that reveal how they made the shift from the individual life purpose to a collective purpose to serve all. If you resonate with the guests of this show, you will be inspired to shift to a life with collective purpose and to answer the call to join our container of bright lights that will shine on the new world. I am a book publisher that has helped over 300 authors to unlock their gift and purpose by sharing their knowledge and wisdom in a book. Many of these thought leaders are now recognizing this transition from the I to the we and their call to be of service. If you need some inspiration to look at your life and understand how you too can make this shift, listen in to our show every week. Join our family as we share our stories and make connections that will help you to live a life with a collective purpose. Hello, this is Julie-Anne and Life with Collective Purpose. And my guest today is Gillian Drader. And Gillian is the director of Drader and Associates. She is a certified Brené Brown, The Daring Way coach. She is a registered clinical counselor and a spiritual director and educator. And recently, she has seen a, a shift in her focus to focus on the intersection of trauma and spirituality. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about that and going a little bit deeper. Hello, Gillian. Good to see you again. Hi, Julie. It's so good to be here. Thanks for inviting me. No problem. No problem. Mm -hmm. Tell me first, before we, before we dive in and get sorted, tell me a little bit about the Brenny Brown daring way, because I, I'm, I'm personally not familiar with that, but I know that you know about that. Yeah. Well, Brene's work um, is really focused on shame, vulnerability, and how to live our authentic lives and understanding the ways that we um, maybe armor up, we protect ourselves in the world, we don't live our authentic lives. And there's um, a lot of exploration that we can do. Uh, and I think we're in a time where our shadow selves are really surfacing collectively as well as individually. And we're starting to see the ways that that tendency can show up. So her work is very much about uncovering and rebuilding the ways that we function in the world to be our full true selves, really. Mm-hmm. That's, awesome. That's awesome. And we were just talking just before um, we, we hit the record button and you were telling me how your work has definitely changed um, mm-hmm. in the in the last, you know, probably the last year um, with what's happening in the world. So tell us a little bit more about what's been happening for you and how this uh, collective purpose um, is coming through for you in, in what you do. Yeah, I th- it's a great question, Julie, and I, I'm so grateful to be able to have the conversation because 
What I'm seeing over having many, many years of experience working with complex trauma, individuals who've struggled in all kinds of different ways, and the model has always been, you know, you get trained and you learn all these different skills and you have all these tools and you work on very much a psychological, emotional, and somewhat physical level with that work. But as I have become more aware myself of the if the need for my own deep spiritual journey in order to, for my own healing to happen, it's become really apparent that leaving that out of the work is just not allowing for a complete healing and that others are needing to also become a part of that. So the individual working in an office, which is what I've done for a really long time, is no longer meeting not only the need, but the the really true sense of, I think, what we're called to as people to be a collective, to be um, instruments of healing, but in a, a dynamic kind of way that we each carry gifts. We each carry an element of healing for others. And when we can come together, then we are creating a much richer level of healing for others. Yeah, and that's yeah. become very much a part of what I'm now doing. That, that's that's really awesome because we were we were just talking about my own uh, journey with trauma and mm-hmm. we were relating that to what what you're talking about mm-hmm. here because I you know I said that without all of the people that came together to help me right. um, it, with my trauma and with my grief you know I I could, would probably still be there now and that I love what you're saying that you need to make that bridge between. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the trauma and the spirituality. And to yeah. me, that has been absolutely key in mm-hmm. my own recovery and not just, not just recovery, but like mm-hmm. now really thriving and going way beyond that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all to do with that spiritual connection. Right. So yeah, talk a little bit about um, how you bring spirituality into mm-hmm. your, your trauma uh, coaching. Yeah, well, I, th- I think that one of the influences for me as I've explored this area has been the work of Dr. James Finley, who's a clinical psychologist out of California, but he's also a very um, spiritual te- man. He teaches a lot of spirituality and he um, was very generous with his time and spent some time with me helping me to see and find this place that he calls the axial moment. And so what I started to really discover um, as I was working with people is that their spirit is traumatized as much as their mental, physical, emotional self has been traumatized. And so there's this invitation from Jim's work and from a lot of other spiritual healers and people that are doing this work to really get to the place as a healer myself where I can be the presence of the divine in the work so that as an individual is is exploring the ways in which they've maybe experienced trauma in their life, recognizing that my presence and that bringing their awareness to their own divine essence and that part of them that needs to be brought back to life, that there's a deeper, richer healing that happens in that intersection. So as I'm working, you know, with the skills that I might have that are dealing with the person as a individual here in this finite world, 
that when we also invite in that sense of the presence of the more, so to speak, like what do people connect to? We were talking about that earlier too, that people connect to many different things and call it many different things, but it's that sense of their really um, divine essence. And that when we're also, I'm that presence because I'm doing my own healing work because I have my own collective team of people that I'm connected to, that I'm able to bring that into my work then. And that becomes a much more uh, significant level of healing mm. that we're, we're weaving it together and inviting the person into connecting at that level themselves. Are you, do you find that people are immediately open to that mm -hmm. concept? Like, is it easy? Mm -hmm. Is it easy to, to talk about that? I think it's getting easier. And I think that that's also part of what I would say, and maybe this sounds a bit cliche, but people are waking up. People are starting to become aware of the greater, the more, the, the, the bigger than them, the things they can't find words for, like I have a hard time finding words for right now. Um, and so it's like they have a knowing mm -hmm. that there's a part of them that knows, but they don't, and they're drawn and that yet they don't quite know what that is. Um, I had actually a woman with me yesterday and she was describing and having a hard time as well, but she just, she said, I just find myself like looking at the moon and literally physically reaching and wanting to be holding trees and be with the earth and this sense of something much greater than her that she's connecting to. So I feel as though in the midst of the challenges of the world in the collective right now, there's also this draw and people are, are having this deep desire to connect to their spiritual self. Yes. And even acknowledge that it's there at all. Yes, and I and I feel like the collective um, is so it's so important for like when when you can come together as a collective and have the kind of conversation that you and I are having right now, mm -hmm. then you feel like oh I'm not like I felt very safe telling you some of the really way out stuff right. there that sure. I've been experiencing in my recovery of trauma, and I right. I have that confidence and I you know I don't I don't worry about being judged or. Um, you know, that you're going to be open to anything I say. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when more and more people feel confident because more and more of those like-minded people come together, then collectively right. we're all asking that question, right? Well, yeah. how, what is the bigger, what, what can I do to, to help more people to be of service? Like, how can we help one another? Like, you know, on a collective yes. basis, Yeah. how can our purposes be joined and and come together so i mean i'm i'm really finding that and I'm, i yeah. feel like it, it takes trauma to get there right mm -hmm. it it does often you know sometimes we just we have to unfortunately go through these dark places of suffering to recognize our need for each other our connection to each other um, and i and i think that as we're becoming more aware of the ways that we are connected very much at a spiritual energetic level that truly we can't heal in isolation mm. that we need to be not only healing our own individual journeys and struggles and pains but collectively we need to heal and and we see that in communities and um, the wider global picture of the ways in which we're being invited 
we're impacted collectively. We hear about intergenerational trauma. We know that that's real. So it would make sense that if we're traumatized collectively, we need to heal collectively. But the healers need to heal so they can be the instruments for the greater collective. So it's this whole beautiful network, you know, of root systems that are intertwined and it makes me think about all the research that's being done around the ways that trees communicate and how they you know help each other and it's it's an, a fascinating reality if we can open our eyes to it but the days of this individual journey really are i think done yes yes i i'm i'm really seeing that so much and i mean i'm definitely seeing that in in viata here in puerto viata because i'm seeing that people are being drawn here right mm-hmm. uh, i'm seeing a lot of uh you know healers um like-minded people spiritual leaders are being drawn to this one place um to 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 do to come together and right. to, like you say, collectively heal mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. It, it doesn't feel like it's a one person job anymore, right? It's literally no. people. I mean, this retreat center that I'm creating is to bring all these people together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for, for a collective healing to happen, it's not just a collective healing of the individual, but it's a collective healing no. of the planet. Yes, yes, absolutely. And Definitely. that then accelerates the the energy. I mean, mm-hmm. I you know, there's one thing that I I really appreciate where I am here is that the when you feel the energy of this place, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a very joyful. Uh, you know, everybody smiles on the street. You know, everyone is is smiling. I I, I drive down the street and I see people smiling as they're walking down the street. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like they're they're yeah. they're smiling. They're happy. They're um, and people come together, you know, uh, in community. And, and it's, it's lovely to see that energy. Right. But then when I talk to a lot of people that are in Canada at the moment, for example, they talk about this heavy, oppressive energy, right? Mm-hmm. And that even though that's not like you're, like you said, you're there in your office and your house is fairly isolated, but you're right. still feeling the pressure of that collective trauma, yes. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think that what we're, we're also seeing is that through this time that the world is going through, those places of darkness in people are really being highlighted because of isolation. And I think that's also drawing people more to this desire to heal in community because that awareness of the loneliness that was already there for a lot of people. And I see that with people who are are healing through trauma is that often they're very isolated. They're very lonely. The world is a scary place often. And yet because isolation has become somewhat of a norm, now this awareness of the need for reaching out, the need for connection in the general population is becoming more evident. And I think that that is drawing us together and bringing to light that need for connection. Um, that individualistic kind of doing my own thing. People are not wanting that. They're really longing for for meaningful relationships and the ways that just that could be healing in and of itself without any super fancy interventions, so to speak. Although, right, right. Yeah. Collective healing makes a, makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. when you have 
when you have that positive energy with like-minded people, then that energy goes right. out and affects mm-hmm. so many more people. When I was interviewing Sue DeMay, she was telling me about um, a, a, a energy uh, machine that she uses. I can't right. remember the, the, do you know, yeah. are you familiar with that? I, I remember the interview, but I don't remember what it was called, yeah. but yeah. So, so she was, she has this machine and, and you know, what that's doing is whenever she, for example, she was talking about this, um, uh, she's doing spiritual services on sun, on a right. Sunday now, she just started doing them. And then she, she runs this, um, this machine because um, mm. then that sends that energy out to Right. A much bigger field yes. than she is affecting just in the room with the people that are exactly. in the room or witnessing on Zoom or um and that collective, like what you talk mm-hmm. about as collective healing mm-hmm. is so powerful because it's not just the people that are collectively yeah. healing together, but the, but beyond that, then exactly. now we have this energy that's that's right. operating out to a much mm-hmm. bigger field as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the even the field of trauma work is becoming so expansive now in as we come to understand more and more of the power of that energy, the reach of the energy, the ways of the collective, um, you know, even the archetypes that are starting to show up in our cultures and collectively that we're able to come together and um, and affect change. Yes. in a much greater way than we can and ever have in the past in this kind of isolated way. And if we look back historically, I mean, in many, many cultures, other than the, the Western North American, you know, Eurocentric ways of being, collective healing is a norm. It's, mm-hmm. it's part, it's woven into the tapestry of how community works. And so we, I think we're being called to return. Mm-hmm to remember what it means to live in community yes, and to heal that way um, yes. and let go of this expert model or this, you know, you have to go see a certain person model that we as healers need to let those walls down. And I think even as I think about Brene's work, like the ways in which as healers, we've perhaps become isolated or we've become impacted by our clients because we are living in this competitive, got to have a business, got to do it a certain way world. And that's shifting as well mm. and needs to shift yes. because as healers, we need to have our collective opportunities to heal with all that we carry, with all that we're hearing, with all that we're holding. And so letting go of that armor, so to speak, or and being vulnerable with each other that I'm struggling right now. Like Mm. this is feeling really heavy for me. And I'm seeing a lot of people that are struggling and clients coming back that I haven't seen for years that are just in such a hard place because of everything going on. Well, that's a lot for me. Mm -hmm. Where is my collective healing? Where is my tribe? And I'm grateful that I have a tribe, but not everybody does. And so how as healers do we also come together to be a healing place for each other. Yes, that's so important. I mean, I, I I was so fortunate, you know, when Azuka passed, I had so many people rallying around, um, right. you know, uh, uh, these are all people that, I, that I'm that i connected to because a lot of those people I helped 
either with their books or they were in a collaborative book. For sure. And I just, you know, all those people just came together mm. to, to support me. And, you know, I was completely alone here in Bayata. Wow. There was nobody else here in Bayata at the time. And, you know, like that could have been, a, a, I, like I literally lived my phone like right. constantly because that's yeah. how everybody was connecting with me uh, to to support me. And it, without that, oh my goodness, I can't even imagine what would have happened because like right. I, I I just, that, I breathed, I breathed that. I, I lived that, that was so important. So you're, you're absolutely right that, you know, collectively healers must come together mm-hmm. because they need the support of one another yeah. so that they can actually collectively have this healing purpose together to yes. collectively heal the planet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it's not like you say, it, this is not something that you can do alone. And it's wow. not something that, uh, that you should do alone either. Like you absolutely yeah. need yeah. that collective. So Mm-hmm. That's so awesome! I'm just so happy, Gillian, that we're that the with this show, Life with Collective Purpose, we're able to highlight uh, healers like you mm-hmm. that people then can connect with and say, mm-hmm. "Oh, I need to speak to Gillian because mm-hmm. you know what she said, I really resonated with, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I want us to be connected." So I know that's going to happen. So mm-hmm. how do people get hold of you, and where's the where's the best place? Um, the best place. To connect with me would be on my website, which is www.draderandassociates.com. That's email me that way or any information to connect with me is on that website. Um, And yeah, and I hope that we can continue the conversation. Um, I'm feeling inspired as we keep talking about a retreat for healers at your beautiful new retreat center. Yes. Um, Because the healers are are drained. The the healers are tired. Yes. Yes, let's do it, Gillian. I totally yeah. see that. I mean, that would be just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, collectively, all of the healers coming together mm-hmm. with the purpose of healing together. So the healers uh-huh. heal. Yes. Right. And I, I also believe that bringing together a collective like that would mean that they would also start to work on their collective purpose together absolutely support one another absolutely. okay let's do it let's pick a date and okay. so if you're, if you're listening to this show and you're a healer mm-hmm. and you're interested in coming together in a retreat for healers then let me know or mm-hmm. Jillian. tell us your website again Jillian. www.draderandassociates.com okay yeah. and associates.com. And is that A N D or it is A N D, isn't it? It's really long. <laughs> I think I need a new one, but yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, awesome. we, need to, we need to come together. And, um, and yes, that's yes. a big passion in my heart these days is supporting the healers. Yes. Well, we're going to do that really soon. We're going to put a date on the on okay. the calendar we're going to have a retreat for healers and uh, i think we might have to do it before the end of november right oh boy okay we'll talk <laughs> <laughs> don't know don't know how realistic that is but let's talk <laughs> yeah okay, thanks Julie, Julie. Really awesome speaking to yeah, you and thanks. catching up and connecting mm-hmm. with you and uh yeah i can see us um seeing each other pretty soon i'm sure yay 
That sounds fantastic. Lots of love. Blessed are you who bear the light in unbearable times, who testify to its endurance amid the unendurable, who bear witness to its persistence when everything seems in shadow and grief. Blessed are you in whom the light lives, in whom the brightness blazes, your heart a chapel, an altar where in the deepest night can be seen the fire that shines forth in you in unaccountable faith, in stubborn hope, in love that illumines every broken thing it finds. Wow, that is so beautiful. Thank you, Gillian. You're welcome. This is uh, Julie signing off for now. And remember, live a life with collective purpose. Thank you for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to step into your higher collective purpose in life, head over to www.influencepublishing.com and claim your free two-hour webinar on unlocking your story and discover a family of support and love to help you embrace the collective call to purpose. Please go to iTunes to like, subscribe, and review so we can spread this message. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. Please share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life. Until the next time, live a life with collective purpose.